0: The thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyal Afwakwa. Pastor afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set. For an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen.
1: We celebrate your love. We celebrate your grace. In the name of our Lord Jesus, thank you. That all the while, while you were born and you walked on it your mission was to reconcile us to God. Thank you for reconciliation. Thank you that by your birth, by your death, by your resurrection, we are, we are at peace with God. We are justified in Christ. We are made new creation in Christ. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for your message. In this service, thank you for access to revelation and wisdom. Thank you that by your word, we rise. By your word, we grow. By your word, we fulfill destiny. We honor you and we bless you in every area and in, for all that you've done. In Jesus' matchless name, in Jesus' matchless name, in Jesus' matchless name, your amen is very weak. Your amen is not a Christmas amen. All right, before you take your seat, come with me to Luke chapter 2, verse 21 to 35. Luke chapter 2, verse 21 to 35. It's a long passage. It doesn't mean you are going to have a long sermon. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, As it is written in the law of the Lord: every man who appears, who opens the womb, shall be called holy to the Lord. That's the first fruit. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death. Before he had seen the Lord Christ. I declare you will see death. In the name of Jesus. You will live to see everything God has given you a revelation of. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said, He had. Listen, a man refused to die because there was something he was waiting to see. What are you waiting to see? It shows the power of vision. That's why visionaries live long after they are dead. Without a vision, your life is meaningless. He was waiting to see something. And because of what he was waiting to see, death could not take him. Nothing will be able to take you before your time. You will live to fulfill the number of your days. Long life shall be your person. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now look at verse 27. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents had brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Oh Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Whatever you are waiting to see, you will see it before you die. No matter what has been pronounced upon you, whatever you are yet to see in God, in Christ, in destiny, you will see it. I said you will see it. You will see it. If you are old, you will see your grandchildren. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now come with me to verse number 20, 30. For my 30, eyes have seen your salvation, which you are prepared for the, for the face of all people. a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at these things which were spoken of him. Then Simon or Simeon blessed them and said to Mary's mother, Behold, this child. Now, 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 I want you to read that with me behold this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in israel which are we talking about the child that is born the child christ he is destined for the fall somebody say the fall fall. and the rising of many in israel and for a sound which shall be spoken against verse 35 yes a sword will pierce through so also that the thoughts Amazing. Let's go to verse 34 again. One go. Then Simon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child. What was the destiny of the child that was born? For the rising and the falling. Somebody said, the rising and the falling. You will rise with him. That's why I like the line of the song that said, He is born to raise the sons of men. You will rise through his birth lift up your hands with me father in the name of jesus we thank you we give you praise we bless you breathe upon your word thank you that out of the pages of your eternal ageless word you are bringing us fresh remember for today thank you that by your word our levels are changed thank you by your word we fulfill our destinies we give you praise thank you for my tongue is that of a ready speaker thank you that i have access to the right words. I have, right, I have access to the good word. I have access to the seasonal word. Thank you that no man will live here without a specific word from God. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Shout a better amen. amen. Shout a better amen. amen. Humbly take your seat. I'm speaking on how to benefit from greatness. How to benefit from greatness. Somebody say how to benefit from greatness. Say it aloud. How to benefit from greatness the birth of Jesus was the birth of greatness the birth of Jesus Luke chapter 1 verse 34 and 32 among many things that were said of him when the angel came Luke 1 31 to 32 behold you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus verse 32 for he will be what great and will be called the son of the highest somebody say he will be great say he will be great And I declare unto you, you will be great. Your children will be great. Your seed will be great. Everything written about you shall be great. In the name of Jesus. Jesus was born great. And his mission, having been born great, he had demanded to raise other people into greatness with him. But the truth of the matter is that not everybody became great because of him. Many people who were not known, who were unsung, who had no place on the shores of history, such people became recorded. Names that consistently and year after year are being preached, are being read from various churches and in various authors because they availed themselves to participate in the birth of Christ. The Bible says, where we read, which is my text, this child is destined for the rising and the falling of many. This child, somebody say this child. What you do with the Shah, how you relate with the Shah will determine whether you rise or you fall. A lot of people get exposed to greatness and sometimes they are not made better for it. Greatness is God's wisdom to elevate people. Somebody say greatness. greatness. It's God's wisdom to elevate people. But unfortunately, a lot of people find themselves being silent or sabotaged or sometimes even annihilated in the presence of great people because they don't know how to connect and be partakers of the blessings, greatness, guarantees. Jesus brought greatness. And you and I need to learn how we can participate and rise up into our place of prominence and greatness. This child is born for the rising and the falling of many. My question this morning, would you rise with him or you fall with him? There are people who are born for your rising and Sometimes, because you don't know it, you end up falling. People who should elevate you, you end up being sidelined by such people. People who should be agents of your lifting. People who should be agents of promotion. Because you don't know how to connect with them, sometimes you miss your time. You will not miss your time. You will not miss your destiny. Jesus was great by all standards. If you look at the miraculous conception, that was greatness. Right from the womb, greatness was prophesied about him. Can you imagine a child is about to be born and prophecies like for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given and his name shall be called wonderful. That's greatness. A child who is going to be a wonderful child. He said, counselor, mighty God, the everlasting father. A child called everlasting father, the prince of peace. Then he says, of the increase of his government, there shall be no. end." that means greatness without example, greatness without power. That was the destiny of Jesus. Can somebody say an amen? Amen. Now, that was Jesus born into greatness, born to raise people up. But not everybody rose with him not everybody rules with him quickly four facts about greatness in the context of what i'm teaching about this morning number one greatness is designed by god to bless man and not to curse him understand that greatness is designed for your elevation not your downfall when you see greatness around you please understand that you have access to it you have a partaker. god is setting you up for elevation When you see greatness anywhere, and I'm telling you, anywhere you see greatness, whether in your profession, whether in your church here, whether in where you live, among your family, in a nation, you must know how to relate with greatness. Greatness is designed to lift you up and not to bring you down. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 12 verse 2 and 3. He said, I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be what? a blessing somebody say i shall be a blessing blessing. so greatness is designed to make you a blessing when you see greatness is designed the primary motive or the primary purpose of greatness is for you to be a blessing and all of us who are in certain sensitive positions or will be in some sensitive positions in some time to come. Please understand that in any area you find yourself, in any aspect of your life where you experience greatness, it could be financial greatness, it could be intellectual greatness, it could be professional greatness, wherever you find yourself in the arena of greatness, understand this core motive and the understand this core purpose of greatness. It is to make others great and not just to sit there and enjoy yourself. Greatness is designed to be a blessing. Africa, we have what we call cribology. When somebody rises, others are seeking to pull him down. PhD. We don't need to push anybody down. When we understand that one's greatness is all of us, our greatness, the Bible said, In that for with thee is the fountain of light. In that light, we shall see light. When one person has a light and there's total darkness in this place, we all have light. Am I communicating somebody? Let the light go of, and let one person have a lantern. All of us, we can find our way out of whatever pit we are in because one person has light. But if we decide that because the light is not in my hand, I'm going to quench it, I'm going to smash it and destroy it, all of us will be left in the darkness. And there are families that have been left in the darkness because one person was rising and they blew his light away. One person was becoming outstanding. They say, ah, when was he born? Is he not the last child? What does he know? school could he attend? And then they rise against him and they quench the light. Listen, in the light you quench. You are quenching the light, not just for yourself. You are quenching it from so many other people. In your office, a young graduate comes to the office and he's doing outstanding works. Don't seek to sabotage him. Don't sit on him. Somebody comes to you as an apprentice to learn from you. And you can see that the person is superly, uniquely gifted and endowed even much more than you, that is not a gift you should seek to sabotage and destroy. i Am not communicating at all? It's so, so important. Greatness cannot be sabotaged. Number two, not everybody benefits from greatness. Not everybody. He said, this child is destined for the rising and the falling of many. So, in the child's rising, some will rise. And I see you rise today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will rise in the name of Jesus. You rise from the ashes of poverty, you rise from defeat, you rise from failure. Anywhere you are down, I see you rising. May the Lord cause you to rise, may may the Lord cause you to ascend your throne of glory, south glory. So, it's important not everybody benefits from greatness, some are destroyed by it, some are made better by it. Some government come to power. Some people enjoy, others don't enjoy. Somebody gets promoted in the office. Some people get exalted, others get sidelined. So not everybody gets to benefit from greatness. There are some people, the sound of greatness really, really gives them a heart attack. When they see that somebody is being praised, I I mean, I tell church all the time that one of the things you should learn to do is to learn to genuinely, truly from your heart, celebrate others. And when other people are being celebrated, genuinely pray for grace to be able to be happy for them. Say an amen. amen. Not many people can do that. Not many people can do that. Not many people can do that. Look at what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 2 verse 1 to 3. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days, somebody say in the days. who In the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. In the days, in the days, in the days. When Jesus was born, he was born great. But when he was born, there was a reigning king who was great at the time. Every time a new person who is great is born, there are other great people in the scene already. You see the birth of a great lawyer, there are other great lawyers who are reigning already. The day you start a great business, you will see that there are other competing businesses who have gone so ahead, so advanced in the business, much more than you. The Bible said, in the days when Jesus was born great, there was a great king reigning at the time who had the name of Herod. Verse 2. Saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star. Take note say, We've seen a star. Seen a star. We have seen the star. star in the east and have come to worship him. We have seen his star. We have seen his star. Look at verse 3 because that's my emphasis. <laughs> he says, When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Israel with him. There are people who cannot stand the rising of another star. It's not that there are no stars, so they are stars themselves. But they cannot stand the rising of another star. They want to be the lone star in the air. Do you know that the sky is not beautiful if there's only one star in the air? Yes. The sky is most beautiful when there are plenty stars. I'm yes. not communicating at all, somebody. Yes. Lone stars. Lone stars. Listen, if you walk alone, you die alone. The Bible says, Woe unto him that is alone. I don't want to be the only person who is blessed in my family. I want all my brothers to do well. And I make my wisdom, my experience, everything God has made available to me, I make it available to them so they can all rise with me. Because if you rise alone and they all depend on you, you may not survive for long. That's why you must desire that others get better. In the choir, when we have more talented vocalists and trained and group vocalists, whether you are there or not, things will work. I'm not communicating. In your office, when you raise people who can stand and do what you do, and sometimes even better, you can go on break, and you will not be fatigued and die before your time. I'm not complicating somebody at all. There are people who cannot simply take leave from their post because there is nobody who can do what they do. There's nobody who can do what they do, and the person can even do it better. In fact, they have consciously set up a system, strategize, So that nobody gets to learn and become better like them. So that they will remain the lone star. That is a demonic mindset. You cannot really rise into greater level of greatness with that kind of mindset. Other people should rise. They said, we have seen a star and we have come to worship him. Harold, you are a star. This is another star that is rising. We have seen it and we have come. The moment he heard it, he had a heart attack. Heart attack. When you hear somebody has bought a car, how do you feel? Somebody's wedding date has been set. How do you feel? Particularly at the time your relationship just broke up. I'm not communicating somebody at all. When you hear that a friend of yours, uh, the husband has just taken her on a holiday and when they came, he's bought her a very beautiful car. And you hear it at the time you just woke up with some marks from slaps from your husband. Yeah. What do you do? What will you say? We have seen a star in the east and we have come to worship him. Are you able to celebrate other stars? Are you able? You have money. You hear that another person has gotten him money. Oh, that guy, his money is, uh, is juju money. But your own is from where? Your own is, His own is juju. Yours is not juju because you can't simply stand do you know that one of the people who sometimes have a difficulty uh, appreciating others usually uh, you see people who sometimes end up envying others not because they are not gifted oh it's just because they are diabolical they just want to be the only eye the only thing that sees whatever other people have they have some and sometimes they even have better ones But because they are so physiated and focused on others, they are not able to harness this, develop it until it becomes great. Am I communicating to somebody? I pray that in this season, the wisdom of God will be yours. No more will you sabotage your destiny. No more will you limit your destiny. No more will you deny yourself access to greatness. Shout, I'm great. great. And I'll fulfill my destiny. Shout a better amen. Herod had an opportunity to benefit from the greatness of Jesus. Because he was a king at the time. Where was Jesus born? Where was he born? Do you know that Herod could have made him to be born in the palace? Do you know that? Yeah. And, and, and by that act, his name would have been registered somewhere special in heaven. Because you see, Herod knew that the child was going to be born. But because he was a wicked king, God had to hide it from him. It had been declared thousands of years ago by prophecy that a child was going to be born. But because God knew that at the time Herod would be on the throne, and if Herod gets to find out the child will be killed, he decided to hide it. Praise God. God decided to hide it. And so when the wise men went to him, he said, we've seen the star and we have come to worship him immediately told his historians to go and consult. And they found out what was written already. Then he set out to map out his plans to destroy the child. Do you know Herod died before Jesus died? Do you know? (laughs) Anybody who is seeking to bring you down or destroy you, God will send them ahead of you. God will send them ahead of you. One of the things that I consciously trained myself to do is to identify people with unique potential and give them my best of support so that they can fulfill their dreams and ambitions consciously deliberately it's something i do consistently consistently because it's so important anybody god is raising if you try to resist you go down listen you cannot try to make a person poor whom god has made rich you cannot make a person whom God has elevated to bring him down. No, who is it that said and came to pass when God has not commanded it? The Bible said promotion coming from the east, and not the west. God is the judge; He pulls down one and sets up another. You will rise. Right. I said you will rise. Right. Sometimes some people are so concerned about the things that are against them, and I cannot say that point enough. I can't say that point enough because not because we have not been taught what is available for us in christ most of the time we are overwhelmed by what is against us outside christ praise god when you are in christ no matter how many people come against you you are still a conqueror the bible said Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors south are more than a conqueror if the dream is not from God, nobody can abort it. If your vision is from God, that business is from God. That wife is from God. That child is from God. That child can't go wrong. That business can't go wrong. That business cannot go wrong. Amen. That vehicle will not be crashed. Amen. Shout a better amen. amen. It establishes the fact that whatever is born of God is born to overcome. Jesus was born of God and he was ordained to overcome. You will overcome. Amen. You will succeed. Amen. You will prosper. South, I, I will prosper, I will overcome, I will, overcome. I will succeed. South, a better amen. amen. So, the first point we made is that God designed greatness for elevation. Not everybody benefits from greatness, and you must decide that you are going to benefit from greatness. Herod had an opportunity to benefit from greatness but he didn't and very soon I will show you why he didn't benefit Sunday I will show you how to benefit from greatness first I will show you what Herod did that excluded him from greatness and then on Sunday I will show you what the wise men or the shepherds did and they became partakers of the greatness of Christ amen Amen. number three every exposure to greatness is an opportunity to either become great or increase one's greatness Every exposure to greatness. Every exposure to greatness. When you get exposed to great people, let me warn you. When you get exposed to great people, there are things you will see. There are things you will hear. And the way you relate with the things you see, the things you hear, will determine whether you have experience with the greatness you are walking in or not. When you get an opportunity to travel with your boss, there are things you may see. And if you continue to travel with him again and again, again and again, it depends on what you do with seeing and what you are hearing. Every exposure, somebody say every exposure to greatness is an opportunity to either become great or increase one's greatness. There are people who see themselves great and so they don't want to be exposed to anybody greater. But every exposure to greatness one of two things no matter how great you are when you get to fellowship with other great people you either become greater or your scope of influence is enlarged you remember that's why the queen of Sheba, when she heard of the wisdom of solomon she was a queen in her own right she was a great queen but when she had another great man who was king She went all the way to fellowship with a great man. You remember, when Elizabeth conceived and Mary also conceived, Mary was instructed, go and share fellowship with Elizabeth because both of you are carrying great seeds. Praise God. I pray that you have the wisdom to hang out with others who are carrying what you are carrying. May you hang out with those who carry what you carry. Some great visions, great dreams, great ideas have been aborted because people chose to hang out with the wrong people. They chose to hang out with people who are dream killers, dream destroyers, dream abortists. But today, no one will abort your dream. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. The birth of Jesus was no doubt an opportunity for Herod to be a greater king. Because you see, Herod's legacy was only going to be in his lifetime. But Jesus, what what was he afraid? He said, we have seen a star the one who is born king of the Jews. The moment Herod heard that Jesus is born king of the Jews, he felt that his throne was under threat. But You see, Jesus was born naturally as king of the Jews, but supernaturally he was a king of the universe. So, his throne was not, Jesus was not coming even after the throne of Herod. You remember, when the Jews actually came to make him king, he refused it. How many of you saw it in scripture? There was a time where they came, they wanted to make him king, he refused it and because Herod didn't know all of this, he sought, stood against Jesus. And because nobody stands against what is born of God, he died before his time. You will not die before your time. See, sometimes people fight against things they don't understand. They don't understand. This man didn't understand that Jesus' kingship was not about the rulership of the Jews. No. It was something greater. Way greater. The king of the universe. Can you imagine that the story would have been different today. That Herod, if you are reading the story about Jesus, Herod would not be a valiant in that story. He would have been a hero in that story. You know that? He would, he would. As the one who availed the palace to Jesus, as the one who allowed Jesus to be nurtured, as the one who, I mean, imagine Jesus born in the manger. Imagine that some lion had gotten out of his cage and appeared there. He would have just killed the Messiah. And Herod had the unique finest opportunity. Why do we talk about Mary? To the extent that in some denominations, people even worship Mary. Who was Mary? From a very lowly background. Poor. Probably not educated. Mary. Why? Because Mary availed her womb to carry that seed. In fact, another message I would have preached today was fully booked. Maybe I would teach it another Christmas. Fully booked. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some of us, when God is looking for space, everywhere around us is fully booked. Fully booked. No space in your time for God. No space in your money for God. No space in your family for God. Fully booked. Ask your neighbor, are you fully booked? That's for another Christmas. Praise God. So, this man, rather than availing himself to help Jesus, he wanted to kill him. Number four, a sound understanding coupled with a proper attitude towards greatness is what defines the limit of one greatness. A sound understanding. Somebody say a sound understanding. Please understand greatness. Understand greatness. You need to have a proper understanding of greatness. When you become the boss in the office, you have not been made the boss so that you can hit back at people you don't like write letters and transfer people who disagree with you to villages which cannot be located on the ghana map no that's not the reason for elevation you become a lecturer and because you went through a difficult time before you became a medical officer you say "As for me before you pass my exam you have to write and face seven times because the bible says the just man falleth seven times and shall rise again now that, that's a wrong theology there are people who think that because they suffered to attain greatness Everybody must suffer to attain greatness. I'm sure that Herod must have thought that while me, I fought wars. I did a lot of things. I've I've schooled myself a lot. I've learned a lot. Before, I became a star. But this little boy, he's born day one. And the day he's born, he's a star. That cannot happen. I need to deal with him. How many of us have met people who think like that? They want to deal with you. Because you didn't go through the process they have gone through. No, oh, no, no, no. They have to deal with you. They want to kill you. They want to sabotage you. Listen, stop that attitude. Listen, if you have that spirit, you cannot benefit from greatness. Whether it's your sibling or a colleague at work, you cannot. You cannot. At all, at all, at all. Herod had the warped understanding of greatness. I see more like uh, Herod like most of the African tyrants. African leaders. You know, when they sit on the throne, nobody sits on him. Because he had another king is born. Ah, how can another king be born? And Nkrumah was one of our great leaders. But one of the demerits about his life was the fact that he wanted to turn Ghana into a unitary state. One party state. Because he didn't want anybody. He has tested power. I must chop power. I must die in power. I must die in power. Now, now listen. These were great people understand it. They were great people. They did outstanding things. Read the history. Mugabe. Freedom fighters. I mean, these were great freedom fighters. But you see, when you don't understand truly what greatness means, who understands greatness on our continent much more than Nelson Mandela? Nobody. He has a better name than all of them. But Nelson Mandela is a compatriot to people like, uh, what do you call it, Nkroma and uh, Mugabe, all of these people. But he has a name. Among them African leaders, the most celebrated and venerated. Why? Because he understood greatness. He understood that when you have power, it's not to destroy your enemies. He understood that when you have influence, it's not to punish people who are not kind to you. Am I communicating? The moment he became president, everybody was afraid South Africa was going to burn. But South Africa became another place. Some of us, sometimes the reason why God cannot entrust us with so much power is because of our understanding. You think power is to show off the day I get money, when I buy a car, I will go and pass through where there's water and smash this money. You see, that's why you even get money to buy a bicycle. Yeah, because one day you are going somewhere and a driver passed and without seeing you, he splashed death on you. You have just made that mindset. Some of us, the reason why we are pursuing power is so we can deal with our enemies. You are looking for power so that you can become vindictive deal with people. There are politicians who are looking for power like that. Yeah. In fact, President Kufado, for instance, is one man that his chances of going to the throne was delayed because people felt he was going to be vindictive. I mean, people really thought that when he gets power, he was going to deal with Jerry Rollins and deal with you. But out of maturity, God is very smart. He kept him in the distance and cooled his heart. <laughs> cooled, his heart. As <laughs> cooled his heart. By the time he came, he had matured out of those childish things. Am I complicating? That's why. Sometimes the reason why you don't get certain things that God has ordained for you is because he's working on your heart. He's working on your heart. Working on your heart. Our heart needs to be worked on. Our heart needs to be worked on. You are praying. Pastor, I've been praying. I've been praying. I've prayed. praying. God is not. He has heard you. He said before you call, I will answer. He has heard you long ago, but you are not ready for the answer. You are not ready. You are not ready. If Joseph had been lifted to the throne of Egypt prematurely, he would not have had the influence he had. So God prepares us in the pit, He prepares us in the in the prison. He prepares us in Potiphar's house. He prepares us, and by the time we are due for the palace, everything is set. When Joseph stood in the corridors of power, he said, "As for you, you meant it for evil." He had limitless power to deal with anybody around him. He could kill his father. By his word, everybody in his family could be annihilated. But Joseph had grown out of childish things. His brother said, will you indeed rule over us? Are you going to dominate? Are you going to smear us or disgrace us? He said, as for you, meant it for evil. God meant it for you. God sent me ahead to prepare to preserve lives. Praise God. Understand that when God gives you power, he's giving you power for others. Somebody say for others. For others. When your financial power is for others. When you have intellectual power it's for others. You are very smart. You don't share your knowledge with anybody. Very loaded. I mean, in the kingdom the Bible says something in the book of 1, Corinthians, 1 Timothy chapter 6 that's one of the texts Pastor Pay likes a lot. If Anytime I, I'm doing a memory verse with him, that's the one you quote. 1 Timothy six seventeen. He said, charge them that are rich in this world. Charge them. Give me King James Version. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded. Don't 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 feel too big. Oh, I'm the richest in the family. That that should not be your mindset. Child, them that they they be not have no trust in uncertain riches. There are people who have money and they they act like money can save their lives. They act like when they are sick, money can bath them. They act like I mean (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. He said no trust, but in the living who give us richly all things to enjoy. Look at verse eighteen. He said that they do good when you have power. That's what do good with it this Christmas. Find someone and do him good. That they be rich in good works. Willing, to, ready to distribute. Willing to communicate. You know the people God empowers with great wealth. There are people who know how to give. There are people who know how to distribute. Not to hoard and hoard and hoard and hoard and hoard. Some of you, when you die, your banks will be more happier than human beings. <laughs> there are monies that you have kept in places nobody in your family knows. Not even your wife. Because money is your Lord. Am I communicating here? Why will God continue to prosper? You remember, there was a man the Bible calls rich fool. He said, I have goose laid for me for many years. Take it easy. Let me enjoy myself. While people are hungry. While the kingdom of God is being slowed. While church is not moving like the way the rate You have invested the money somewhere. Praise God. Am I against investment? No. But your greatest investment should be that of eternity. Your greatest investment should be in people. I believe that people are the greatest investment. More communicating. People are the greatest investment. Not, not in buildings. Buildings are great. But people are the greatest investment. A building can be raised down by fire in a split second. But if you raise one person up, when your building is raised down by fire, that person you helped can help buy multiple ones for you. I'm communicating. May you be smart enough to work with people. South and amen. Harold's reign was cut short and was cut short because he could not position himself well. Three reasons why Herod could not benefit from greatness Jesus brought. One, he sought greatness for himself alone. He sought greatness for himself alone. If you are the type who looks only for your interests, you are not a candidate for elevation from God. When God lifts you up, he expects that through your lifting, others will be lifted up. Amen. When David became king, the Bible said, the men who were with him in the cave, he brought them on the throne with him. He sought for greatness for himself alone. Herod wanted to be a lifetime king, like a Sigmar Lifetime king. Lifetime king. Nobody. So the moment he had another king is born, ah, over my dead body, God said, yes, it will be over your dead body. Before the child becomes 12 years, I will kill you. So he killed him. You won't die before your time. Don't seek greatness only for yourself. Don't seek greatness. Don't seek greatness. If you are leading an organization, don't be the only prosperous person. you buy a car, buy some for your staff. Am I communicating? you build a house. Make sure that you assist your people to advance their lives. One of the things people never forget are people who assisted them to advance their lives. Anybody you help to become something or someone he could not have become by himself will never forget you and that is the essence of leadership am i communicating he sought greatness for himself the bible actually wants again seeking greatness for yourself Isaiah 45 verse 5 he says seek thou great things for thyself seek them not seek thou great things for thyself seek them not greatness is not designed for you it's designed to make you a channel and not a storehouse greatness is designed to make you a channel and not a storehouse Greatness is designed to make you a channel. He said, I will bless thee and make your name great. And indeed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Who are you helping to become great? He saw greatness for himself. Alone. Number two, he saw his greatness as the zenith of greatness. That's why he couldn't benefit from the greatness Jesus brought. Herod saw his greatness as the zenith of greatness. When we talk about zenith, the apex, the end point of greatness, he felt that if you are looking for a great king, the moment you meet Herod, it has ended. There is no greater king. Let me tell you, you are a good lawyer, but there are better lawyers. You, are, you may be a good preacher, there are great preachers. They are out there. I'm out communicating. Never see yourself as the ultimate of whatever you are doing. If you do that, one, you will stop growing. You will stop growing and pride and arrogance will seize you and your downfall is sure. Never see yourself as the other at, at place. Strive. I like Paul. He said, Not that I have apprehended by. I strive, I strive, I strive. I never praise myself for any sermon I preach. If I preach this sermon now, next year, if I pick the same topic, I have to do it better. Never see yourself as a zenith of greatness. Herod felt, No, there's no king after me. I must be the one and only king, and my kingdom is the greatest. But Jesus came with a kingdom that was going to extend his influence. the entire universe. That was a greater kingdom. But he had an influence, he had an opportunity to be part of greatness that was greater than him. You know, listen, look at this, look at this, look at this. When John the Baptist came, he elevated Jesus. You remember when Jesus came, he said, of all men born of women, there is none that is as great as John the Baptist. You can't make others great and remain small. That is for Sunday. (laughs) You can't make others great and remain small. And then, number three, this is what is very common in Africa. And I will retouch on them on Sunday. He sought to destroy greatness in others. Don't seek to destroy, don't be an agent, an enemy of progress. Whose objective, primary goal and objective is to destroy others. Anytime you see someone's star rising, you, you are the one who will spoil it. And you spoil it with your words you spoil it by your attitude every time you see someone do well you don't appreciate anybody when they are singing your praises you'll be dancing left right center but when they are singing another person's praises you are looking at the moves are not correct their moves are inconsistent you see you have a bad mindset don't seek to destroy greatness in others that's what herod did the moment here that jesus was born he said a decree must go All children born under two must be destroyed. Can you imagine that? A decision. He made a a decision that was going to affect a huge number of children because he's looking for one person. Listen, it's very dangerous to hang around insecure leaders. One of the dangerous places you can be on earth is to share the same room, space with a person who is very insecure. Share a palace with Saul and he would like to kill you. Yeah, he will like to kill. He will be throwing javelins at you when you are not watching. Yeah. If you are a leader, if you are going to really, really become great. I know husbands who will not allow their wives to rise. I know a woman who married for almost 20 years and had to dissolve the marriage because she wanted to do a massage. The husband was not ready to allow it. Yeah, yeah. The marriage is dissolved today. I know her personally. Listen, women, if you are going to look for a man, eh, make sure that he is secure in his skin. A man no 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 a man who is i don't care whether my wife is the richest or not i'm still her husband as long as i'm associated with it i'm cool no 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 i'm cool yeah she bears my name she's mrs afwakwa i'm not communicating yeah the richest woman mrs afwakwa so they'll be looking for who is mr afwakwa i'm not communicating here no no that's it that's it you see i always that's my desire all the time i never want anybody who has ever been associated with me to end up small so i'm mindful when people are leaving me i always make sure that i handed them in such a way that their departure will not be suicidal for them because if you leave badly and something negative happens to you i still feel that you have associated with me before and so people would trace your failure to me and i don't want failure to be traced to me anybody who has ever been associated with me i want to meet you anywhere and see that you are doing well you have become greater you have become a success you are walking in increase you are walking in greatness you will fulfill your destiny of greatness nothing will stop you in the name of jesus you will rise into prominence in the name of jesus the greatness Jesus brought in this season, you will take your person in it. Nothing will be able to deny you access to greatness. In the name of Jesus, any herald that is after you, any herald that is after your family, any herald that is after your children, may God himself deal with them. In the name of Jesus, may God himself deal with them. In the name of Jesus, and may the Lord cause you to rise and rise and rise. South, I'm rising.
0: Arising. and and you blessed Pastor Afraqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages, as well as books by Pastor Afraqua, please call 540 670 or email us at faithhousechapeladiyahu.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afraqua on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services. Our first service, 638 to 8 a.m. Nasikan service 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza opposite the unity oil station Santata runabout Kumasi Ghana. God richly bless you.